Hi family, welcome back. Today I'm gonna to talk to you about budgeting and how I use minimalism to approach that. If you like this video, be sure to let me know by hitting thumbs up below. Also leave your comments and questions below and subscribe for more. So we all know that budgeting is really important. We all know that we should probably do it. And if you're like most people, you're probably not or kind of semi half doing it. I'm going to share with you the way that I like to budget. But first, I want to talk about why it's important to budget. First, budgeting gives you control. It allows you to see how much you truly bring home and how much of that you can actually spend, how much of it you need and how much is extra. When you have this kind of control, you're able to save and actually do things, put the money towards things that you've been wanting to do or things that are more meaningful. Number three, budgeting keeps you on track. It holds you accountable and makes sure that you're responsible and you don't get into sticky messes where you have the regret syndrome of, oh my gosh, I bought that and it was so expensive and I wish I hadn't wasted time and money or maybe you get into debt and now you're feeling like you're stuck. I know that a lot of people have gone through a certain situation or are going through a situation where you wanna be able to dramatically change your life, be it move to Hawaii or start your own business, but it's a really tough place to be in because you're stuck to debt or you're stuck to things that you have to pay off and this is basically a result of not budgeting. So those are some of the awesome reasons why you wanna budget. I will say just off the bat that budgeting takes a lot of self-control and a lot of discipline, but it adds extreme value. And so it's one of those things where you really have to stay on your own tail about it, but it's totally worth it in the end. And accumulating this particular habit or skill is not only gonna help you in your financial life, but in so many other arenas as well. So let's go ahead and begin. We're going to do Budgeting Basics 101. I've got my whiteboard here because I didn't want to hang the other one up. And the first thing that you want to do is start by categorizing your expenditures. And you guys probably basic. What this means is first and foremost, how much do you want to invest and save? So I'm going to give you my categories and what I feel is the most important to the least important. So invest and save is number one. The idea is to pay yourself like a bill first, and you can do this in a percentage. So you don't have to say that I'm gonna pay myself 200 bucks a month. You could say it's just 10% or 20% or 30% of every paycheck. Kind of pay yourself like a tax. And that is really important, not just so that you can afford the trip that you wanna to go to next year, like a cruise or in case emergencies happen, like your computer got liquid in it and now you have to buy a new one or you ended up breaking your arm and you have a medical bill, but it's also important so that you can retire. The statistics on the amount of people who are not able to retire or just hoping to retire, it's it's insane, like it's scary. And obviously that comes out of the taxpayer's dollar and country debt. I mean, it, it messes up our economy, but I'm not gonna go into that. So this to me is number one. Number two is going to be food. What's your food budget? You have to survive. This is not going out to eat at a restaurant. This is not inviting a bunch of people over for an ice cream party. This is literally the food that you have to eat or else you're gonna die. And then the next one you're going to do 
is probably, I would say, it would say your home. So rent or mortgage. And um, how much do you spend on that? If you are doing a mortgage, please add your insurance and your taxes as well for that home. And then your utilities. Your car. This could be car and travel, or you can separate it depending on how much travel you do. I don't do much travel, so I keep car and travel all put together in one, but you can separate it. The next thing that I like to do is, and I'm just gonna do personal because business is kind of separate, but the next thing for me that I'm gonna do is probably like homeschool budget, because we homeschool the kids, or you can have a kids category here. Um, you could have like home, I do a lot, of, I separate my home and my groceries. So if I get toilet paper or light bulbs or air filters, that goes in the home. And that is just for me because we tend to spend a lot of money on food. So I really wanna know exactly what dollars go to what we're actually putting in our mouth. So as you can see, we've got a number of different things. Then you got entertainment at the end. Entertainment is where I would put the restaurants. Entertainment includes movies, I even consider uh, hobbies like when I go to martial arts and I pay for that as entertainment because it's not something that I need. And then you can have a last category which I'm just going to put here as other. So there's many categories that you can put together. For me, I like to keep it as simple as possible and it just comes down to how much you're spending and what you're spending on. So the basic rule of thumb when it comes to your budget is you have to make two lists. The first list is going to be what you absolutely need. And you need to find that in a dollar amount. What do you need to survive? This is an awesome tip again from my brother. Thank you, Kyle, for all your amazing wisdom. Um, you need to know what you need to survive. And if, you're, if you've got a lot of payments and you've got a lot of things going on, this can be a tough thing to really decipher and dig through. So we're gonna go through a couple options of how you can do that here after I go through these lists. The next one you're going to do is um, what you're actually doing right now. So you're going to take, so for example, my food is a great, great example. I'll go ahead and disclose this. I always think twice when I disclose money, it's a weird thing, but um, I'll go ahead and disclose that what we typically do on food when I was budgeting is about $2,500 on food. Don't shoot me, please. I mean, that's just me being really honest. Our average monthly expenditures on groceries when we're going to Whole Foods or we're going to Costco or Sprouts or Publix, it's $2,500. And I was just thinking this is absolutely ludicrous because I don't know what the heck we're spending $2,500 on. What I did realize was because I didn't split the food bill with the house bill or other things that you might buy at Whole Foods, like maybe you're getting chapstick or hair wash, I didn't, I didn't split the health and the house. And so that included everything, including some of the hot food bars. Like a lot of times we meet people at Whole Foods and I'm buying lunch for the whole family. And so it ends up being really big. What I've learned in trying to keep everything really simple is that we can actually live on $1,200 a month um, and, and we spend on really nice food, really organic food, we get the specialty items and that's less than half of the cost of what we were spending. So all the rest kind of trickled down and really a lot of it was extra. So you're gonna make these two lists, you really need to strip down what you need. So as you probably know, 
you have your expenses, which are all listed in each category, and that's something you're gonna subtract from your income. What you hopefully get is something of equal or greater value, ideally a greater value. You're, you're having extra after you've invested your money, after you've bought your needs, after you've paid for your utilities, after you've done everything else, you should technically have extra. If you are going off your needs category and you're still going over, then you have to change your lifestyle dramatically. You either have to move someplace cheaper, maybe downgrade your car or not even own a car. And it's a, it's a tough place to be and I've been there, but it's even tougher to get into this overwhelming space where you can't pay things off or you're not aware of how much you're making and where it's going out. If you're in a space where you've taken care of your needs and you've got more left over, that's when you can start pulling stuff from the now pile. So an example of this is, right, our needs are our rent, our food, our utilities. These are the things that we need to survive, our insurance. But when it comes to spending all this, I have, let's say, X amount left over. Now I can go over here and say, well, what extras do I wanna spend? on yoga, maybe, martial arts, MMA, or maybe travel. Maybe I wanna go splurge on some books. Maybe I wanna go to a restaurant, go and eat, take, take my husband out to the movies, or he can take me out to the movies. That's where all this extra stuff is. Maybe I need some new socks, and I actually wanna go get like a nice pair of socks and not go to Goodwill. There's always places that we can cut and there are always options. So if you go about this in this way, it's what I feel like is the easiest and the most efficient way to budget your entire life. So you might ask, what do I need? Do I need that light bulb? Do I need these air filters? It's, it really comes down to just like when you declutter your stuff and you make your three piles, this is absolutely essential. I use this every day. It adds value to my life. Eh. I don't need it per se, I want it. An example of this would be like my HEPA filter. I mean, I have a lot of neighbors who don't sleep with a HEPA filter in their room. It's not really a necessity, will I die without it? No, but it adds a lot of value to my life because I notice a big difference in my allergies and how I sleep, how I breathe with the HEPA filter. So that's kind of like the don't need it but want it pile and obviously I ended up keeping it. And then certain things that you probably don't need, like a whole four years worth of HEPA filters at the moment, which I accidentally did. And I'm just over-exaggerating a little bit, but I kind of misunderstood how frequently you had to uh, change a filter and I ended up getting this big variety pack. So now we're good for a year or two. So I'm gonna go ahead and break down for you how you can actually identify what it is that you actually need because it's tough like you don't have this stuff in front of you necessarily to sort through the number one thing is to actually just begin now we're gonna form a new habit so when you go to the store and you get your necessities it's a really easy place to go to the grocery store and think that you need like 50 candles and a bunch of febreze but um when you really think about it if you approach your spending habits with your necessities the same way that you would in accumulating stuff as we are approaching the minimalism philosophy just start this habit now it might take a month to sort it out and figure it out but begin now and number two, track your expenses, like every single expense. And so 
a couple ways to do this is to um, use an app. I'm not fond of the apps because I feel like a lot of them still are glitchy. They have um, not enough customization or uh, they're just a little confusing. They just kind of combobulate everything and like throw it in there. So I, I don't like using the app, but you can use them. Um, there's things like Mint and Clarity um, and probably a whole bunch more. But I actually like to write them down in a book. So what I have right here is a little book. And what I've done is on every page I've written, this says food here on this page. I've got household on this page, health and supplements. I separate my regular bills, my car and travel. And all I do is every day I come home, I bring my receipts and I write them all down by hand. This is tedious, but it's so worth it. And I actually take the time to separate. So if I went to Target and I bought some trash bags and then a, a thing of bananas, I will actually look at the receipt and break it down and write it down because I want to know exactly uh, what I spent on. And I found that this is the most accurate way as long as you are very meticulous about making sure you put your expenditures down. And you know what? Because it's a little bit tedious, you actually end up trying not to spend because you don't want to have this whole accounting thing to do when you get home. So it's a really fun kind of game and way to track. And that's the way that I really like doing it. So you have to know what your expenses are. The other way that you can do it is using cash. So when you set your um, needs budget, not your now budget, but your needs budget, just carry the amount of cash that you need for the week to cover your basic needs, your gas for the week, your food for the week, and whatever else you need to pay for for the week. I mean, really, that's typically it because bills are paid monthly and other expenses are not typically purchased out in stores. So take what you need for the week and then when you run out, then you know how much you've spent. So I hope you guys found this process helpful. I had a long bout of just trying to figure out the easiest way to figure things out because I work from home, we homeschool, there's a lot of things that we have going on from the dog to renting and investments. And it's a lot to handle, but if you reduce the amount that of categories that you are spending on, number one, Number two, you reduce the amount of accounts. So for example, if you have a ton of different credit cards, like I had a handful of credit cards that I wasn't even using, they're just old and there was like no annual fee, like just stuff that I got because they were like, here, sign up and you get free rewards. And I was like, okay, and I used them once and then I keep getting their junk coupons in the mail. If you have like accounts like those, close them out. And lastly, stay super aware of what you spend on super, super aware. If you need to make bulk spendings much easier, sometimes it's helpful to separate them. It does take an extra step at the store to separate your groceries versus your household items. Or what I like to do sometimes is put the household items first, then load up the groceries and they typically scan them in that order as it comes over the belt. So you can find these different ways to approach the process. I don't mind the tediousness of having to write it down and stay aware because it really allows me full clarity on what's going on. And that's what's super important to me. But um, if you guys have any other tips or thoughts on how to budget, stick them in the comments below. I'm sure we could find a lot of value in learning different ways. And if you figured out a way and you've done this whole process and you figured out some things that you want to share, I'd love to hear them as well. Make sure you let me know that you like this video as always by hitting thumbs up. 
leave your questions and comments below and be sure to subscribe for more. I appreciate you guys so much for being here and I do hope you found a lot of value in this. I've had a lot of fun doing this and I've been really excited to really shave down the excess. Like that feels really, really good because a, you don't really realize how much you spend on stuff that you don't really need. You're just kind of like, oh, it's only a dollar here or there, five dollars here or there. And you're just like, wow, this stuff adds up. And B, it feels really good to be able to take that and replace it with things that I actually want to spend on, like maxing out my Roth IRAs or like actually putting away for a particular savings. And that feels so much better than just being like, where, where did all the money go? $2,500 in grocery bills. So anyways, I will see you guys in the next video. Remember to be good, be great, and be grateful. I'm so grateful for you.